Got the podcast recording her. We're ready, man. Wow. Whoa, Nelly. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire and whatever the blue heck else you want to say about it. This has been one whale of a week in United States foreign policy, diplomacy, uh, whatever you want to say it. <laughs> Shit fire. And holy mackerel. So Biden fell up the stairs getting on to Air Force One. That that's that's gonna be a meme. Uh I've I've done it too. Uh you know, we've all tripped going up the steps or down the steps. Going up's a lot easier. You don't you know, tumble as far, but uh man, it's that's gonna be it's not what no not a meme. What are those things called? A gif that that's gonna be the, the new gif of twenty twenty one. And, you know, for however many more months or years Biden is president, I don't think he'll make it to the end of the term. But that aside, uh, however much longer Mr. Biden has in the White House, that is going to be the summation, the summing up of his presidency. It's just a a stumble, a rumble, a bumble, a fumble, rumbling, stumbling, bumbling, fumbling, as Chris Berman would say on Sports Center. Uh, and it has nothing to do with you know falling up the stairs. That's just comical, sad kind of because he, he's elderly and you know they you know they fall and they get hurt much easier than. Uh, people in their middle age uh, and younger. But uh, Trump was no spring chicken and, you know, anyhow. Um, It's just insanity right now. Uh, I think a lot of foreign, foreign, I don't know if we're supposed to use that word. If you're at CNN, you're not allowed to use the word foreign. At least for a while you weren't. Uh, but anyways, other countries just don't have the respect. The countries that uh, we're supposedly adversarial with or that Trump was too at first Trump was too friendly with China and Russia and North Korea. Then after he found out China was lying to us about the Wuhan or China virus. Then Trump was too tough on China. Uh, so now you just flat out have Vladimir Putin challenging Trump or Biden, pardon me, to a fist fight, I think. And you have Chinese diplo- diplomats saying... We have no respect for you, and you and they told our ambassadors. Uh, we'll get into it later that you are not coming at us from a position of power. If you think so, you're wrong. So, you know, the Democrats. We have this crisis at the southern border right now. Uh, 
this won't be like the main talking point, but we have a crisis down there and Democrats are in denial about it. Uh, Trump had illegal border crossings way down, uh, had human trafficking. Uh, I, I don't want to say it was down, but b illegal border crossings were down. There was a spotlight on human trafficking in regard to the border and in general. Um, you know, Biden, now we have more unaccompanied minors than under Trump, maybe than ever before. You have people that are on the do not fly list. In other words, terrorists coming across the southern border along with human trafficking and drugs. So everything that's bad that could be coming into this country from the southern border has gone up under President Biden. And here, I'm going to explain to you why with these next two stories, the things that I'm going to tell you. The, the diplomacy with China and the diplomacy with Russia and the Chinese and Russian responses to our diplomacy, okay? So all of these problems are, are linked, but you got to draw the line. I'm going to try to draw the line for you, okay? Anyways, I need... You will never send anybody to hell. If man goes to hell, he goes by his own free choice. Hell was created for the devil and his angels, not for man. God never meant that a man should go there. And God has done everything within his power to keep you out. He even gave his son to die on that cross. Hell was never made for man. God will never send anybody to hell. If man goes to hell, he goes by his own free choice. Hell was created for the devil and his angels, not for man. God never meant that a man should go there. And God has done everything within his power to keep you out. He even gave his son to die on that cross. Hell was never made. I think that's uh, a really important thing. Right now, with uh, Easter around the corner, I think that's something important to uh, remember with the upcoming holiday season of, you know, Passover and of uh, Passover. Easter, or as some Christians call it, He is Risen Sunday, or Risen Sunday. You know, what Billy Graham just said there. But, you want to talk about hell in a handbasket. You want to know, you ever heard the saying, up shit crick, or up shit creek, for those of you who aren't from, well, from the Ohio Valley? Up shit creek. I'm going to describe to you what that means right now. Because after I'm done clicking the shit out of my pen on my leg. Because. Woo. Man. 
we're up it, beep. We're up it. I was saying to you, the uh, some of our yeah countries were adversarial with at times. Uh, countries we uh, we have to be strong with. Have no respect for this administration uh, or the United States in general right now. Uh, you know we're following a president who, no matter what you say about Trump. People said, you know, when he was running for office that the verbiage he used showed uh, a low IQ or low uh, reading speaking level, that he spoke on the level of an elementary or grammar school child, that uh, the tweets that he would send and the uh, way he acted were narcissistic and uh, showed, you know, uh, mental instability and different things. Folks, March 25th, mark your calendars, set your alarms, watch Joe Biden's first ever supposedly solo press conference. Now, I don't know if he's going to be fed the questions ahead of time. Uh, I don't know what's going to go on at that press conference, but everyone's been begging and clamoring for him to give a state of the union for him to speak to the media more. And every time he does, it's like, but he, but he, but he, but he, listen to you'll vote it, but Porky Pig talk. Maybe they'll ban Porky Pig next. I don't know. But anyhow, that's the one of the reasons why these other nations, China and Russia particularly, don't respect the United States right now. Um... I, I just have written here in my notes, two of the world's biggest powers have no respect for the United States or the Biden administration. Um, I do not remember this level of disrespect towards the United States from uh, the United, or towards the United States under Clinton, Bush, or Trump. I do feel like these world powers did not respect Obama as much, uh, North Korea and China in particular. Uh, Hillary Clinton said we were about to go to war with Russia. What? Um, and I don't think you know Mr. Biden's stupid comments are going to get us to war with Russia, but they were certainly not diplomatic. And this was supposed to be, you know, the, the, uh, now I'm stuttering like Biden. This was supposed to be, you know, the dad. This was supposed to be Papa come back to the White House. The grown-up is, is the president now. We have a president who's a grown-up now. Well, let's start with China. So I think that was the bigger story, at least the one I have the most notes on. You had the... United States and Chinese diplomats get together for a meeting for the first time under the Biden administration. Uh, they did it in Anchorage, Alaska. First time anything important's ever happened in Anchorage, Alaska that I know of. But it, probably a nice city. Sarah Palin lived there, I think. Uh, so Biden was not there. 
you know, it seemed like to me like Trump usually participated in these things, though, uh, when it came to, you know, diplomacy of this level, you know. Uh, he, he talked straight to Kim Jong-un. He spoke, you know, to the Chinese president, uh, I believe, uh, you know, because he praised China at first when the Wuhan or China flu first broke out. Remember, he was criticized for saying that China was sharing a lot of information and were very helpful. Then he found out they were lying to us and he turned on them. But anyways, uh, Anthony Blinken, the U.S. Secretary of State, welcomed the Chinese, you know, said that the United States wanted to strengthen the position of the United States, uh, you know, based on, you know, the rules of uh, international order. Uh, and they wanted to strengthen the rules of international order with China, too. Um, he says, you know, there are deep concerns about Xin, yeah, Xinjiang, Hong Kong, Taiwan, cyber attacks, um, and, you know, the actions threaten the rules based on international order. Uh, Jake Sullivan, a national security advisor, he said, you know, that we don't, we do not seek conflict. We will stand up for our people, our interests, and our friends. Um, and again, you know, this is something that if Trump were still president, he would be handling directly, not sending diplomats or uh, people of that nature. And it's all, uh, never mind, that's Russia, never mind. Um, the Chinese. Foreign Affairs Director Jiang uh, Zichi, it's spelled J-I-E-C-H-I, Yang is his first name, Y-A-N-G, Zichi, I believe is how you say his last name, it's spelled J-I-E-C-H-I, he's the Foreign Affairs Director for China. Uh, he said on cyber attacks, uh, the ability to launch and the technologies that the United States is the champion. So is he accusing the United States of launching cyber attacks on China or just saying they have we have a better ability to launch cyber attacks than they do? Um, if we do, that's good because that's the battlefront of the future and the present actually but uh, what what was he implying there does he think that we've uh, cyber attacked China you know China is known for stealing American technology reverse engineering it and then selling it back to Americans or using it um, uh, for military capabilities like cyber attacks well, anyway, Zichi or Gichi, however you want to pronounce it, uh, you know, he said that he hopes international or universal values or international public opinion, uh, he hopes that the United States will think whether it feels reassured because the U.S. does not represent the world. So he's kind of putting the United States in its place and saying, look, 
you're not the in the position of world leader anymore. You know, uh, you're not the, the power player that can tell everybody what to do. It seems like that's what he's saying in a nutshell there. And he was very, very uh, stern and straight with uh, Blinken and Sullivan in this. Um, now, I don't know who in the world supports Uyghur Muslim uh, concentration camps. IDK, I don't know who in the world supports that. Um, there came a point where the cameras were asked to leave the room, which... You know, that's uh, there could be some sensitive topics that maybe we don't need to see and that you know people are more <coughs> apt to speak freely if there aren't cameras everywhere but honestly this is what Trump was critiqued for when he said he wanted to go he and by or he and Putin, pardon me, Trump and Putin a few years back had a meeting where it was nobody except for Donald Trump and his interpreter and um, Vladimir Putin and his interpreter in a room. And it was a big uproar. Why weren't cameras allowed in this room? What did Trump say? What on earth did he do with Putin in that room? And then after they talked mano y mano for a while, you know, other diplomats and people were uh, allowed in. And then they came out and had a joint press conference. And I feel Trump was stern in that press conference. And I feel Putin was stern about the uh, resolve of his country. But we'll get to that later. Uh, Blinken said, you know, I've spoken to 100 other counterparts. And he's spoken uh, with, like, South Korea, Japan, Taiwan, uh, and they feel differently. So they feel that, you know, China's doing things that are wrong and that the United States... That, I think he's implying that, you know, these other 100 countries feel that the United States does need to take the lead on China, that we're the, still the biggest kid on the block that can stand up to China. Uh, Zichi or Jichi. Uh, sometimes I see the J in Chinese pronounced like a, a Z or an X sound. That's why I keep going between Jichi and Zichi. Um, but I'll pronounce it Zichi and then to hell with it if I'm wrong. Um, he said, We thought too well of the United States. Uh, for China, it was necessary to make our position clear. So he's saying that they thought too highly of the United States. They thought too well of the United States. That, you know, at some point they were looking up to us, but now they don't fear us, maybe. I don't think that anyone should have to fear the United States of America. Uh, in any way, shape, or form. But I also uh, feel like we should be respected enough that people aren't going to want to take 
us to task diplomatically or any other way, you know, um, he said that Zichi, Zichi said, you know, in front of the Chinese side, the U.S. does not have the qualifications, qualification to say it wants to speak to China from a position of strength. And that tells me that they see our government and our people as weak. So what are we teaching our people and our kids? We're teaching uh, there are you know 857.32785 genders. You know we have to let boys and girls pee in the same bathroom. Uh, you know that their mask that mas masculinity is toxic. Men acting that the way that men have been expected to act for thousands of years in society is wrong. Now, there are th some things that are wrong. Rape culture, wrong. Uh, well, we'll just say rape is wrong. Violence against women, wrong. Violence against anybody is wrong. But uh, especially, you know, a man doesn't hit a woman like my grandpa taught me. Um, only a coward hits a woman. Uh, you know, of course, we all agree with those things. But saying that, you know, you wake up today and Say, man, I feel like a woman, and you were born a man, but now you can regender yourself into 87 different categories. The rest of the world looks at us, and the Chinese look at us like, you guys are weak. Y'all are a bunch of sissies. I think that's one of the things that the Chinese uh, diplomat is saying. He's, you know, saying, look at your president. He's falling upstairs, he can't put together a, a coherent sentence, uh, he mutters out uh, things that just don't make sense, you know, he doesn't think before he speaks, and that's not diplomatic or intelligent, um, and speaking of Biden, when I say he doesn't think before he speaks, um, and that brings me to this. On the George Stephanopoulos show, he Stephanopoulos asks Biden, do you think Putin is a killer? And Biden replies, um, uh, yeah. Yes, I do. Well, Vladimir Putin took that real well. Uh, and Putin said, among other things, takes one to know one. Okay. Well, Vlad, tell us what you really think. Uh, and then Putin said, you know, let's continue this discussion in person. Hmm. Well. People are saying, uh, people in the media and wherever else, you know, Vladimir is ch is challenging Biden to a debate. Let me tell you something. A, a debate between Putin and Biden would be <laughs> would be uh, ridiculous. Putin would just make him look even stupider than 
uh, Biden makes himself look already. Um, and, you know, Putin's not a... Well... Putin is a very... Very shrewd, powerful guy. He's a former KGB. He probably is a trained killer. <laughs> okay. But I don't know what... Well, I'm not the President of the United States. Uh, you know. But what... When Putin said... Let's continue this conversation in person or discussion in person or whatever. Man, them's fighting words where I come from. That's like, let's take the gloves off and do this. I mean, wow. And, you know, reporters asked Jen Psaki about this crap. And to paraphrase her, she said in a very stern tone to the reporter, the president doesn't regret it. Uh, he gave a direct answer to a direct question. Wow, Jen. That's so awesome. The president damn near starts World War III with Russia because he can't think before he speaks. You know, really? You watch any Donald Trump interview and the media had to take so much out of context had to put so many words into his mouth to make him look bad. And Biden just opens it up and lets it fly. You know, he's talking about, in the lead up to the election, you know, he was having some, you know, press conference speech at a, a swimming pool where he was a lifeguard. And he's telling some ridiculous story about yelling at some guy to get off the diving board. And he called the guy a female name and... Uh, the guy was waiting for him with a straight razor and uh, the janitor had to go out and cut off a chain and he gave me this chain and said, you know, here, you you defend yourself with this chain or you don't come back. And, and that's when he learned that kids like to rub his hairy legs and cockroaches sitting on his lap, you know. It, it, why in the blue hell, I don't believe it, but 80 million people could have voted this guy leader of the free world because a bunch of shitty news networks told you Donald Trump, Donald Trump mean, he mean, you know. So 74 million of us geniuses voted for Trump, but supposedly 80 million derelicts voted for Biden. Um... And this is what we're getting. Uh, you know, George Stephanopoulos and Biden continued on. You know, uh, Biden said, you know, what price are they going to pay? You'll find out soon. <laughs> the reason to all of this is because allegedly Russia uh, had a role in the SolarWinds computer hack where multiple United States agencies were hacked, our computers were hacked. Uh, they were supposedly, again, 
involved in election meddling in the 2020 election, trying to get Trump elected, because, you know, we didn't beat that horse to death after 2016, and it was, it was never proven that Russia did nothing to meddle in our election other than maybe run some ads on social media, you know, and it's not like our government doesn't interfere in our own elections, including 2020, with, you know, PSYOPs, you know, changing laws illegally at the last minute to allow more mail-in ballots. But even before the pandemic, they were changing the rules. And it was governors and secretaries of state changing the rules to the election when the <clears throat> Constitution specifically says that these powers belong to the state legislatures. Now our federal government is trying to change the rules to make all elections central, centralized to the federal government. And that's unconstitutional and illegal too. But, you know, every country in this world now can, through the internet and manipulation of advertisements, posts, um, things called bots can, you know, push narratives out there about the elections uh, in any country. Um, in fact, one country in Africa recently shut down, I think it was Facebook and Twitter, ahead of their election because they didn't want these trolls and bots out there putting out bad information about candidates. Um, so... It's not just Russia, not just China. This goes on everywhere in the world with this election meddling. Our own government does it to us. Uh, other countries think that foreign governments may try to do it to them, blah, blah, woof, woof. But, you know, two of the biggest powers in the world right now, Russia and China, have no respect at all for the United States of America. And they feel that we are not coming at them out of the world of the China, out of the word, the words out of the Chinese ambassador's own mouth. The United States is not coming to us from a position of strength. So how you like them apples? Do you like apples? Well, how do you like them apples, Biden voters? Thanks, Biden. Hashtag thanks, Biden. So, guys, that's it, man. Not saying that the United States is over, you know. Not saying that Joe Biden's going to be the end of the U.S. of A. But I had a high school, high school civics teacher. Uh, I had him couple times because I like government and politics. I actually signed up for a, a class that was like a senior or junior level course my freshman or sophomore year because I'm like, man, man, I like government and politics. And one of his battle cries was the downfall of every great empire is a weak leader. So we've had uh, eight years of Obama, weak leader. We had four good years of Trump strong leader 
people felt too strong maybe and now we got weak 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 wants to talk tough wants to call people killers wants to talk about you know scaring off uh, gang members who were carrying straight razors with a chain when he was a, a ooh, vicious tough lifeguard you ever seen Baywatch? Ooh, there them some tough guys on that Baywatch. Well, that was Joe Biden, buddy boy. He was a tough lifeguard in that chair. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Biden wants to talk tough and call Putin a killer. Uh, his ambassadors want to come at uh, China with strength. And China just says, you ain't strong. Putin says, uh, you want to call me a killer? You're a killer too. Let's continue this discussion in person. Sounds like Putin about to whoop that ass, dog. Old Vlad wants to throw down. Shoot, we'd, we'd be better off with Kamala Harris fighting that fight. Yeah, at least, at least she could put a brick in her purse and swing it at Putin. Biden can't even walk up a flight of steps. Ooh, dang, snap. All right, we'll end it on that. Thank you, guys. God bless you all. Uh, this has been Americana, the American way. Uh, please like, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff that I forgot to say at the start of the video and podcast. Until next time, my friends, God bless you. <laughs>